What is going on? Happy Monday. Welcome to the show. Pete Callender here. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. The phone numbers, as always, 704-570-1110. 1-800-WBT-1110. Hope you had a great weekend. Thanks for uh, hanging out with me. I appreciate it. Letting me be a part of your day. So uh, the big news, this is the big news. Not sure why everybody isn't talking about it, but uh, I know I'm a little late to the party, so maybe they already did. But apparently somebody blew up the Georgia Guidestones and then like government officials finished them off. Now, okay, admittedly, I never even heard of these things until like the last week, but they were a thing. Do you know what these things are? The Guidestones, the Georgia Guidestones? In Elbert County, that's apparently a place too. Elbert County, Northeast Georgia, somebody anonymously commissioned this, what is dubbed as the American Stonehenge. And so they're like these 19 feet tall, uh, I think each one of these slabs of granite is like, it's like 20, hang on a second, I have it. I have it here. It's like 28 tons, I want to say. that's Yeah. Each piece weighs about 28 tons. And so there are these, you know, big slabs, like rectangular slabs, and they got them standing up on their edges. And then they kind of connected them, I think, in, in the center. And, uh, and they have, like, all this writing on them in all these different languages. And it became this big tourist attraction. And... Uh, yes, the source for a couple of conspiracy theories. But somebody blew one up the other day. Like, planted some explosive next to one of them and blew it up. They are no more. The circumstances behind their destruction, according to PJMedia.com, are as mysterious as their origin. On Wednesday morning at around 4 a.m., an explosion reduced part of the monument to rubble. Residents reported hearing a boom, and uh, they weren't sure, because usually when you hear something that loud, uh, the initial reaction is always, it sounded like a freight train, if it's a tornado, obviously. And if it's a tornado, then you say it sounded, or if it's a tornado, if, if it's a freight train that actually derails, then you say it sounded like a tornado. That's kind of the, they're just, inter, I don't make the rules, they're interchangeable. That's what it always sounds like. And so, haha, you're wrong on both counts. It was actually an explosion of the Guidestone, which I guess now can get worked into the rotation. Residents reported hearing the boom. The blast destroyed one of the pillars of the Guidestone. Security camera footage shows the explosion and a car driving away from the site. So uh, I don't know if they put the same team in charge of finding that person as they did to find the person that planted the bombs outside of the RNC in Washington, D.C. the day of January 6th. I, No one's ever going to get arrested for this. Um, The GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, said that the rest of the monument has now been demolished for safety reasons. So the wording of the message proclaimed on the monument is in 12 different languages. Sanskrit, which I prefer to read, Babylonian cuneiform, Egyptian hieroglyphics, classical Greek, as well as English, Russian, Hebrew, Arabic, Hindi, Chinese, Spanish, and Swahili. Notably absent is French. I don't know why I feel the need to point that out, but I just remember back in like 
junior high when we got to pick what foreign language do you want to learn in school, and our options were Spanish or French. And, you know, the, the French teacher tried to make this pitch to recruit people like, oh, French, it's actually the official international language and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, uh-huh. Now we all pick Spanish. Um, and we're better off for it. Anyway, the stone structure sat on a five-acre plot along Highway 77, about eight miles north of Elberton. Nobody knows why or who commissioned it. It's very odd. The origin story of the stones goes back to 1979 when they cut Let It Bleed. No, I'm kidding. These are the, uh, no, it's the monument. Joe Fendley, he is the president of the Elbert Granite Finishing Company, Incorporated. He was approached, this is his story, 1979, quote, by a neatly dressed man about building the monument. The man identified himself as Robert C. Christian. During his visit with Fendley, Robert C. Christian explained that he represented a, quote, small group of loyal Americans who believe in God. He said they lived outside of Georgia and wanted to leave a message for future generations. After leaving the meeting with Fenley, Christian went to the Granite City Bank to get a loan for the project. There he met with Wyatt C. Martin. Christian informed Martian, uh, Martin about his plans and the group he associated with. He had planned for the monument for 20 years. He said the group wished to remain anonymous and revealed to the banker guy, Martin, that his real name was not Robert Christian. It was actually a pseudonym chosen because of his Christian beliefs. After being sworn to secrecy, Christian told Martian, uh, Martin his real name and some other personal information so the banker could investigate him properly before the project began. To this day, Martin is said to be the only person who knows the real identity of Robert C. Christian. Anybody else think it's that guy who owns the Granite Company that did the, that did the project? <laughs> anyway, the prototype of the monument that Christian brought to the Elbert Granite Finishing Company closely resembled Stonehenge in England. And uh, on the, uh, the slabs in all of the different languages... Here's what it says, quote, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. So this was, you know, in the aftermath of the, what was it, Robert Ehrlich, I think was his name, the guy who wrote the bomb, uh, the, the book, the population bomb or something like, you know, we're going to destroy the planet because of our existence simply by, by being. So we need to depopulate, you know, we need to keep our, keep the total population under five, 500 million on the planet. Okay. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity, unite humanity with a living new language, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Well, yes, I would give a... Absolutely. Um... Balance personal rights with social duties, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite, be not a cancer on the earth, leave room for nature, leave room for nature. Which kind of seems to advocate for population control. 
harmony with nature and internationalism, which, of course, made them the object of conspiracy theories. Here's the here's the reason I bring this story to you, because this is a this is a a monumental, no pun intended, uh, development. The Georgia Guidestones were built to survive the apocalypse. So, this is it. We survived the apocalypse. I know, right? We, we did it. We made it. Apocalypse has apparently already come and gone. Because if they're destroyed, then po- apocalypse over. Well, I mean, for everybody that... Everyone who didn't die from net neutrality. At least that's... Yes. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Remember, you can email Pete at thepetecalendarshow.com. Get the podcast as well. It's free. You're welcome. WBT.com or thepetecalendarshow.com. Uh, at Patriot Girl says, Pete, there's nothing, quote, Christian about the Georgia Guidestones. It didn't seem very Christian to me, but uh, again, I just found out about these things. I'm kind of sad I didn't get to go visit them. Do like an etching or something. Or, you know, blow them up or something. I did not. I was nowhere near. Was it Elbert? Elberton? El, what is it? Hang on. Yeah, Elbert County, North Georgia. I've driven through that area. I, I could have made a, a pit stop to check out the rocks or whatever. Um but no, this is a great day. It's a, we should celebrate. I'm surprised we haven't had some sort of like a, a global, you know, uh, what's his name? Bill Pullman, the president from Independence Day. We, we didn't have some sort of like mass rally celebration kind of thing. Uh, when, we, when, we found, when we found out that we survived the apocalypse, it just kind of made sense. Uh, no, no. Uh, I think maybe people were too busy uh, looking at all of the coverage of Hunter Biden's uh, latest scandalous digital content that has been hacked. And no, I kid. Nobody's actually paying attention to that because it's being, yeah, it's being suppressed off of uh, all of the platforms. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is done by the 4chan trolls, so eh, it's always a little sus, you know. That's what the kids say for suspect nowadays. Yeah, the contents of Hunter Biden's iCloud account, the iCloud this is what, see, this is why I, I am loath to turn over all of my home videos where I weigh my crack cocaine to make sure I got all that I paid for. Um, like, I keep all of those on a local hard drive. You do not put those up into the cloud and then take all of your cloud accessing laptops to the guy at the laptop repair shop and then just leave it there. Because you're on crack. I mean, it just make bad decisions, you know? Bad decisions. Like lying on your gun application, for example. I mean, not, not to the point where, you know, you're ever going to face charges for that. It's, you know, good to be the president's son if you're a Democrat. Um, but no, the iCloud account has allegedly been hacked by the users of the 4chan community. These are the guys that came up with the, if you don't know what 4chan is, they're basically... What do they, well, they, I cannot say what they call themselves, but they are, let's say, poop posters. Poop posters. They're trolls. 
and they welcome this. They they celebrate this. They they like they're the ones that came up with the 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 lie, the troll that the okay symbol with your hand, you know, when you make the circle and the three fingers, they were the ones who developed that well they created it, developed it and then promoted this idea that that is that the okay sign is a white it means white power when it doesn't. They were the ones that fed that lie to the media to troll them to see if it could take hold and lo and behold it did. And so now we can thank all of the poop posters on 4chan for why uh, media loses their minds whenever they see somebody say uh, make the OK symbol. Oh, OK, but not everybody who makes the OK symbol. Democrats are free to make that symbol, and everybody assumes it just means OK, uh, or they're just talking with their hands and they're like, you know, pinching their uh, forefinger to their thumb, like to make the point or something. Either that or they're like, oh, I'm popping your head, like that kind of thing. That's all fine, but if you are, if you're a Republican or maybe some guys at the the uh, at West Point or Annapolis making that sign during the Army Navy game, then that means you're you're white supremacist. Just so we're clear, these are the rules. So uh, 4chan. Oh, these were also the guys that did the Pepe the Frog. Have you seen these fro- the the frog the cartoon frog guy? They were all about pushing him. I don't even know what it means, but uh, that that's the frog's name. So that's the 4chan community, quote unquote. They're all about trolling. Now, I will say to their credit, the most epic troll ever. See, they could see this is the they could use their powers for good, but then that would not be sort of on brand, you know, but they could use their powers for good like they did when they trolled Shia LaBeouf. That actor is kind of unhinged. He attacks like physically attacks people in the streets. You know, the guy he was in one of the Transformer movies or something. Um, he was also the spoiler alert. Supposedly the son of Indiana Jones and in one of those in, in the in the worst movie, the worst of the four movies, whatever that guy, Shia LaBeouf. And uh, he, as a protest to Donald Trump, hung a flag or something and then put a camera on it and had a live stream of this flag 24 seven. It was art, people. It was art. You cannot exp- you cannot understand it. He cannot explain it. But it's a flag on video live stream and the four channers. They found that flag. They found the flag based on uh, sun position, sunrise, sunset, all of these different. They found the flag and tore it down. So then he moved the flag, put it on another continent. They found that flag and tore it down. And then he moved it to another place. They found that flag and tore it down, too. So credit where it's due. Use your powers for good. So have you seen these polling numbers for <laughs> the polling numbers for Biden? They just keep getting worse. No idea why. New York Times Siena poll puts it at like, oh, the national right track, wrong track. Right track is 13 percent. Seventy seven percent say wrong track. Molly Hemingway from the Federalist Syndicated Columnist, she says uh, in Biden's defense, he did claim that he would be a uniter, and the country is united in hating his policies. That is, that is fair. Promise fulfilled. Check. By the way, not only this is a big day. Not only did we survive the apocalypse, I provided evidence of that, but um, we got a new microwave in the break room. Did you see that thing? 
you're as shocked as I that it's red. It's a red, it's very fancy. Um and it's disgusting again. Uh that did you ever use that microwave in there? I would not. Since I've been here, I've been back at BT a year. I think it was the uh, the microwave. I think it's the same one from when I let the the one before they replaced it today. I think it was the same microwave from when I first left and went on my decade long time out. I think that I think it was the same microwave. It's one of the weirdest break rooms I have ever worked in or been in at a workplace environment. It's so weird. The stuff that's on the, have you seen some of the stuff that like shows up around the microwave in that room? Like I go in there to get my coffee, right? I go in there, I get a cup of coffee, which I just did. Cafe Bustelo or something or other. I don't even know. It's one of those curing things. And so I go in there and there's always like some random, like one time there was like a can of, of, uh, corn, can, can corn just, or cream corn, just, Random cans of vegetables show up in there. Like, who's doing that? And they and it sat there for a long time. So it wasn't like somebody just brought the can of vegetables to eat that day and just left it there, and then maybe forgot, went out to eat, and then they they ate it a day or two later. It was there for a long time. Just really odd things. I've been tempted to take pictures, but you know, I'm a nice guy. I'm considerate. I'm not trying to shame people. I'll just talk about it on the radio. Okay. So administrators on the 4chan board began taking down images in the hours after the content was posted. They started taking down threads. They took down materials, all from the alleged leak of the iCloud account information belonging to Hunter Biden. And uh, it left a lot of people on the site, which is known for featuring some of the most salacious subject matter on the Internet, made them furious, which. I mean, that's got to be an awkward position. you got to be kind of concerned if you're uh, an admin for 4chan and your people get mad at you. Now, maybe there's some hacked materials policy that and that's why it's I mean, that's what everybody's going to say, that this is hacked material. And so we're not going to publish it. We're not going to host it. We're not going to let you publish it because it's stolen. Now, I don't know if it's stolen or not. Because the stuff that came out of Hunter Biden's laptop that the Washington Examiner, you'll recall, verified the authenticity of the laptop and its contents. That was not hacked. Hunter Biden abandoned that laptop and the owner of the store where he abandoned it took possession of it by right, legally, and he had access to everything in it. Now, I don't know if somebody sort of reverse engineered out of that, uh, out of those files or something. I'm not sure how they got it. I don't know. I don't know if this stuff is true either. I've, I, I can't, nobody can independently verify some of this stuff because um, they, it's all been taken down. But one of the videos shows Hunter Biden arguing with a hooker over the weight of his crack purchase. That's what the video shows or showed. There's also some screenshots of, um, there are screenshots of contact information. And you know, in your contact files, I may just, I'm about to blow your mind here, people. 
Did you know that when you when you add a contact, you can you can write whatever name you want in that contact file? It's true. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to put their real name. You could put some other name. And well, apparently he did. And so he's got various names for people. And one of the names, which I think they have been trying to ensure does not trend on social media sites, is Pedo, P-E-D-O, Pedo Peter. And it is unclear, again, unverifiable, it's unclear who that person is, but there is a suggestion, an accusation, an allegation that it's actually his own dad, that that's the name he used for his dad's contact file. I don't know. I think that would be important, don't you? He also makes some reference to an abused relative of his. Not sure who it is. Not sure what the abuse was. I think that might be relevant, though, don't you think? Now it's time to play everybody's favorite game, What if it was Donald Trump? What if this was Donald Trump and his son? Either of the two, or even stepson, right? Jared Kushner. And and Ivanka. Yeah, and Ivanka. Okay, so either of those two. It could have been, what if it was either of them? And they, they were arguing with hookers about the weight of crack. They were filling out, uh, false information on their gun purchase forms uh, and then leaving the gun in uh, an open vehicle in a glove box where somebody could find it. Oh, and then it gets thrown into a dumpster. Um, 10% for the big guy. Oh, and that was the other thing. So this was interesting. Over the weekend, Christy and I went up to the mountains. We went up to Asheville and uh, saw some friends from uh, up in the old neighborhood uh, that we were in for like literally three days. And uh, well, because then we got the job offer here, and I moved to immediately to Charlotte. And so uh, we went up there, and we were hanging out with our friends that were in the neighborhood. And um, our next-door neighbor, sweet old lady, she retired to the uh, to the mountains. She came from California, from the Bay Area, San Francisco. And so she starts asking me, you know, what, what are the big topics? What are you talking about? I bet you're talking a lot about the January 6th committee, right? <laughs> I said, uh, no, not not really. Uh, I I think I covered it like two weeks ago or so. But no, it's not not consuming all of my coverage. And started listed off, you know, we had the abortion ruling. We had the gun ruling. We had the maniac driving around the streets of Charlotte. So we've had a lot of different stuff going on. We had the budget process. We had state stories. Yeah, a lot of other stuff that we've been covering. But to her, that was the story. That's the only story. And I mentioned... Something about the the release of the you know almost a million barrels of oil into the open market came it came from our strategic petroleum reserve that supposedly we were supposed to tap at the reserve in order to offset right the the shortage of gasoline to bring the prices down in America and apparently it went out into the open market and lo and behold apparently a company a uh, Chinese company uh, that has contracts with Hunter Biden got the oil she had not heard that. She had not heard that. Her whole world, her whole news world is consumed by one story. And so that's the story she's aware of. And when you go on to, there's a website I go to almost every day called Memorandum, M-E-M-E, 
O-R-A-N-D-U-M, memorandum, like memorandum, but meme. And it aggregates all of the top stories. And all of the top stories are all about January 6th. That's what the media keeps covering. Hunter Biden's not on there. Not even on the, oh, also being mentioned in some, you know, conservative media. Not even there. It's just blitzed out. That's a problem. News Talk 1110-993-WBT, 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. How bad is it for Biden? Well, the New York Times is now starting to question, maybe he's a wee bit old. Maybe he's lost a bit of a step in his brain. When President Biden leaves Tuesday night for a four-day swing through the Middle East, he will presumably be more rested than he would have been had he followed the original plan. The trip was initially tacked onto another journey last month to Europe. And that would have made for an arduous 10-day overseas trek until it became clear to Mr. Biden's team that such extended travel might be unnecessarily taxing for a 79-year-old president, or, as one official put it, quote, crazy. I don't know about that. Wouldn't 10 days be better? Wouldn't you rather? I guess no, because you're constantly having to move between all of the different places, and that would be exhausting, I guess, versus, because, like, you still have to make that long trip overseas, so if you're already, you know, into Europe, why not just make your way over to the Middle East and then, you know, long flight back versus long flight to Europe, long flight back, and then long flight. But maybe that's preferable because he could just sleep. Um, I mean, sorry, work. He could, he could work. Um, aides also cited oh, there were political and diplomatic reasons to reorganize the extra stops as a separate trip weeks later. But the reality is that managing the schedule of the oldest president in American history presents distinct challenges. And as Mr. Biden insists, he plans to run for a second term. His age has increasingly become an uncomfortable issue for him, his team and his party. Just a year and a half into his first term, Mr. Biden is already more than a year older than Ronald Reagan was at the end of two terms. I'm old enough to remember when people said that Reagan was too old to be president. If he mounts another campaign in 2024, which he says he's going to, Biden would be asking the country to elect a leader who would be 86 at the end of his tenure. Testing the boundaries of age and the presidency. Polls show many Americans consider Mr. Biden too old, and some Democratic uh, strategists do not think he should run again. End of quote, repeat line. Okay. His energy level, while impressive for a man his age, is not what it was, says the New York Times later in the article. Some aides quietly watch out for him. He often shuffles when he walks, and aides worry that he's going to trip over a wire. He stumbles over words during public events, and they hold their breath to see if he, if he makes it to the end without a gaffe. Really? I hadn't noticed. He is generally a five or five and a half day a week president, although he is called at any hour regardless of the day as needed, but he stays out of public view at night. This is why some people call it sundowners. 
His speeches can be flat and listless, it says later in the piece. He sometimes loses his train of thought, has trouble summoning names, or appears momentarily confused. This is bad. When the New York Times finally notices this, then you know it's bad. And then, of course, here you go. Operation CZ Pounce. The GOP has obviously uh, flipped the switch on this to turn it on, is activated, because here's the sentence. Quote, Republicans and conservative media gleefully highlight such moments, posting viral videos, sometimes exaggerated or distorted, to make Mr. Biden look even worse. Right. So you got to you got to throw in the Republicans pounce, because once again, right, when when the scandal is about a Democrat, then the story is the Republican reaction to it. Got to put it in there. Look, there is no it does not matter what the Republican reaction to this is. What matters is the story, which is. Joe Biden is really old and Joe Biden is making a lot of mistakes and Joe Biden's mental acuity is not as sharp as it was. It's it just isn't. Now, look, the guy has made gaffes his entire career. He's mispronounced words. He's lied. I mean, he's done all of the same stuff that he's doing now. But now he looks really old and the 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 image overlaid on the behavior it just makes it worse. I don't know why, but that's what the New York Times says. The White House has had to walk back some of his ad-libbed comments. He was uh, famously prone to gaps, even as a younger man. Um, and then they say the White House seems equally determined to guard him against unscripted interactions with the news media. He's had just 16 news conferences since taking office. That is fewer than any president in modern history. But he's totally fine, everybody. Totally fine. Totally fine.